Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Mm-hmm. All right. What I, are we going to do well, today? I, want, I wanted to just revisit, you know, Hollywood. And, you know, Harvey Weinstein, just so gross. I guess uh, there was a cartoon or they just spoofed him. Oh, it was on... Um, Maybe a Law and Order, one of the shows. Anyway, they basically, you know, they ripped from the headlines and they had yep. a, basically a casting call at the hotel. The guy comes out in the bathrobe, nothing underneath. So I was just curious, okay, we, you know, casting, how long has this, you know, been around? And it's been around since Hollywood began, the casting couch. The term was first appeared in Variety on November 24th. 1937 in a story poking fun at a Chicago Tribune reporter for misusing it because he wasn't cool enough to know what it really meant. The casting couch. Casting couch, okay? okay? So I wanted to just look up at like, okay, who were the, who started all of this in Hollywood? Who were the casting couch? Was it like Metro Golden Mayor? That, that's exactly it. It was, <laughs> was all it? the founders of the movie companies. So okay. Harry Cohn, the co- founder of Columbia Pictures. Yes. Um, Daryl Zan- Zanuck, he formed 20th Century, Century Pictures. Okay, Pictures. Okay, then you also had, yes, MGM, mm-hmm. Louis. Um, Louis B. Mayer. That's mm-hmm. right, Louis B. Mayer. And... Um, there's one other one, but here's one of the, uh, so Harry Cohn, the founder of Columbia Pictures, because okay. people still, we see that, we see the lady holding the crown, you yes. know, it's like well, well. been around. Okay, so uh, by 1919, he was in the business in Hollywood, and he was such a tyrant. His temper was his chosen tool for getting his way. He had listening devices throughout his studio that helped him eavesdrop. Oh, please. And he had a sound system that allowed him to blast anyone who annoyed him. So he could talk. So like an intercom. Yeah. You bug me. He was so unpleasant that the comedian Red Skelton, noting how crowded his funeral was in 1958, quipped, it proves what Harry always said, give the public what they want and they'll come out for it. Ha <laughs> ha! And and Harry Cohn did give the public what he wanted. Uh, he, Frank Capra's "It Happened One Night." Mm. Uh, said, yeah. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yes. All the Kingsmen, which he greenlit that movie, remains a brilliant look at American political crudeness and demagoguery. Oh, yeah, Broderick Crawford. Yes, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And of course, Harvey Weinstein gave us some great, great movies, movies. Okay, Shakespeare so in Love. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like these people. You know, they don't have a create. You know, they yeah. they've got these two sides to them. But King Khan, uh, which is what his nickname was, he treated women. It didn't matter if they were stars, secretaries, starlets, wannabe ingenues, whatever. He just was. He his office was all white, with white chairs a white piano, and a white sofa that one Hollywood biographer deemed the original casting couch. And throughout the Great Depression and World War II, Harry Cohn of Columbia Pictures filled his shelves with silk stockings and expensive perfumes and, like, hairpins, things you couldn't get. Right. Um, women knew what they had to do to earn these gifts. Oh, for crying out loud. But... That was the expectation. Two bobby pins for a French kiss. Yeah, and most succumbed or seduced and didn't kiss and tell. Marilyn Monroe, who admitted to sleeping with many producers, apparently drew the line with Harry Cohn. He invited her to a cruise on his yacht and demanded she strip for him. When she said no, she later reported, I've never in my life seen a man so angry. Oh, really? Yeah. Daryl oh, scares me. Yeah, so Daryl Zanuck uh, was equally crude and talented. He was born in Nebraska. He started writing for the popular Warner Brothers Rin Tin Tin serial, and he eventually formed 20th Century Pictures. Huge okay. movie studio right, still right. to this day. Um, but uh, it, by 1935, it became 20th Century Fox film. Okay, mm-hmm. is when, and he was ashamed that he wrote and produced slapstick racist comedy um and he was just wanted to like do some other things so he wanted to highlight poverty so he did he greenlit grapes of wrath Mm. um he fought racism in a movie called pinky he got elia kazan to direct gentleman's agreement which had gregory peck as a gentile reporter goes undercover as a jew the first hollywood expose of anti-semitism and um, so, you know, he did these kind of amazing movies with messages, yet he was also a pig. He, I think he humili- most studio heads were a pig. Maybe. He humiliated his wife, Virginia Fox, by going to Europe in 1956 and shacking up with untalented but fetching French mistresses in a row. And long before these episodes, he flamboyantly announced he was in conference daily between 4 and 4.30 with aspiring actresses. And everyone knew what that was. And sometimes he greeted them half naked with his upper half clothes and nothing on the bottom. Oh, boy. And sometimes he showed off what one biographer called the life-size mold of his private parts in solid gold. Oh, for crying out loud. And he said, impressive, huh? And the formidable Joan Crawford was said to have said to him, I've seen bigger things crawl out of a cabbage. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> and, love that. And Joan Crawford, of course, knew way too many in any of her bio- bi- biographies, her memoirs, what they referred to them as casting couch cougars. Right. She was still using her childhood nickname, Billy Lassure, when she starred in a soft core movie with a predictable plot and the name. Casting couch. So if you ever Google 
casting couch vintage or vintage, you will get, you get a, a lot movie? of porny stuff. Oh, you I will. Bet, a yeah. lot of porny, dirty stuff. And most biographers believe that Joan Crawford and MGM bought and destroyed whatever copies of this silent movie okay. from before 1923 that they could find. And she also is said to have paid off a blackmailer $10,000 to hush him up about it. Wow. So, and around this time, um, so now we're like in the 40s, Bimbo, mm-hmm. which was Italian for young man. Did anyone know that? No, Johnny? I know. I, no, I, None no, of I'm, us are fluent in Italian. No. Bimbo is Italian for young, for young man. Started applying to women as a slur. And um, Hollywood people joked that the term was an acronym for body immaculate brains optional. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. So um, Hollywood, Hollywood has stories, but they've always been selling sex. And the legendary director, Ilya Kazan, yes. explained that studio heads thought of every movie they made, no matter how serious the theme, as a love story. And as a result, Elia Kazan admitted cleverly but very crudely that the Hollywood studio heads, and maybe they, it's this thinking is still going on today, mm-hmm. but they're not saying it out loud. They went by a simple rule and a useful one. Do I want to bleep her? That's been going on, on for years. Again, the same yes. thing, which is why... You know, it's taken for like you see the guys always get older and the women get younger because that studio head type of thinking is still Mm -hmm. going on. But the audience, the feeling that if the producer isn't interested in the actors this way and convincing themselves, the audience wouldn't be sure. That's the shift I hope change, you know, changes. So, because it's such sexual mixed it's messaging so that with the crass power dynamic that was going on, um, you know, and so yeah, like uh, uh, Samuel, um, you know, Goldwyn. I got to just share with th- this story. I okay. remember when Tippi Hedren three years ago yeah. in her memoir talked about how Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock made right, her life yes. a living hell, and she quit acting. And she yep. quit acting, and then a year later, she gave an interview, and Tippi Hedren is the mother of Melanie Griffith and Dakota Johnson. Yep. She told Variety why she opened up decades after the sexual abuse, and she said, I did it because this is legion all over the world. There's nothing unique about it. Women complain all the time about somebody trying to make a pass at them or have a relationship in which they are not interested. I don't put up with that kind of thing. I wanted to let women, especially young women, know to never allow that kind of approach and to be forceful in telling people you're not interested in having that relationship or whatever is going on. It's not a bad thing to say no. Because she walked away from Hollywood. she did. She lost her career. Yep. And um, and of course, women are not the exclusive victims of the casting couch. There was this notorious agent by the name of Henry Wilson, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, the subject of a book called The Man Who Invented Rock Hudson, The Pretty Boys and Dirty Deals of Henry yes. Wilson. He played the same. He did Rock, Rock Hudson, Tab Hunter, Troy Donahue were some of his clients. And he was a casting couch agent and traded liaisons for opportunities in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. He would just tell people, come with me, do what I say, I'll make you a movie star. He molded the gay Midwestern truck driver Roy Fitzgerald into the A-lister Rock Hudson while providing his own secretary, Phyllis Gates, as the beard. 
Wow. Mm. So actor Roddy McDowell said about this um, uh, Henry Wilson, he said he was like the slime that oozed out from under a rock you did not want to turn over. (gasps) So, you know, it did happen with guys, too. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, anyway, so what price fame, what price films, um, you know. The story of white male entitlement is the story of Hollywood, and they could make a movie about that. There, there we go. go. Good stuff. There you go. Yeah, we gotta go. It's just it's been our own that casting mm-hmm. couch. But I didn't know where the like what was the first one, right? Or, right. But that every one of the studios started that way. November twenty fourth. Yeah. All right. Listen. All right, thank you, honey. We'll be right back with our favorite headlines of the day.